0: Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Central Youth Podcast. We exist to help students find and follow Jesus. Today you're listening to a message from our weekly Tuesday night gathering. We pray that it encourages your heart, and we hope that you enjoy the message. This series, we're talking about the basic building blocks of Christianity. We're talking about truth. Last week, Michael talked a little bit about who God is and three different aspects of him, right, um... Oh, it, doesn't, it doesn't have it on here, but if you were here last week, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are the three aspects. So I'm going to kind of talk more about that a little bit today, but mostly today I'm going to be talking about creation. So it's kind of obvious, but creation is really important to our lives, and it's really important to how and why we understand God. Um, he created the world, and that shapes us and the future of our lives. So today, anyway, I'm just going to talk uh, a little bit about that, I'm going to talk about what he created in the world, and I'm going to talk about what he created in humanity, and then go kind of into what that means for your life. Okay, so that's going to be the kind of the breakdown there. So first things first, uh, I'm the realist. <laughs> Love that joke. Um, God created the world. Okay, there are two ways that we understand creation, and they have kind of specific terms that I'm going to tell you about. First one is general revelation. And the second one is specific revelation. So we'll start with general revelation. Um, That means that we see nature, we see creation, and we understand God through that, through viewing it, through interacting with creation. Um, Essentially, that means that whatever God created reflects him, okay? So Genesis one through two describes the creation of the world. It tells us that God spoke the world into existence. He formed everything with a purpose and saw that it was good. So we have the first verse here. Do you guys want to read the verses? Can I get some volunteers for that? Yeah? Okay, so first first verse here is Psalm 19, 1 through 3. Okay, Joel's got dibs on the first one. There's plenty, though. Yeah, thanks. So basically, what that means is that the world reveals to us just how much God cares about his creation, just how much effort he put into it. Um, the more that we see of what he's made, the more obvious it is that there's a creator, that he loves his creation, and that he is good, okay? So the next verse we're going to talk about is Romans 2.15. Who wants to read this one? (laughs) You can't point at somebody else. Go ahead, Rachel. (laughs) If you voted, I might pick you next, so go ahead, Rachel. Yes, so we're going to touch more on this later, but essentially this is talking about God creating humans in his image. So not only can we see reflections of God in creation in in the world, but we can see it in ourselves and in other people, okay? There are, there are a lot of different ways. There are things like shared humanity, things like morality, um, need for relationship, all sorts of things like that point toward God. Uh, additionally, our ideas of purpose, uh, of community, all things like that directly reflect God, the image of the Trinity. Does anybody not know the term Trinity? It's a little confusing. We talked about it a little bit last week. Yes? You're on board? Okay. Cool. Um, But yeah, basically, God is already in relationship, and he's already in community, and we are drawn to that. So that's kind of another way that we can see direct reflection of God. Anyway, so back to the topic. Um, there's other aspects of creation that reflect God. I'm not gonna go too far into this because I'm not an expert, but there's a lot of scientific evidence for God. I think it's super interesting, so I'm gonna share a little bit with you guys, just because a lot of people, especially in today, um, today's age, think that science and religion are opposites. But realistically, there's a lot of things that point directly to God in science. Um, so there's things like the Big Bang, which is evidence of the one time that, I guess, matter can be created or destroyed. Um, there's things like evolution, because if you've read Genesis, it kind of tells like a story, right? And we can see archaeological evidence that it wasn't seven days. It was a longer period of time. Um, and there's just a lot of complexity and beauty in creation that points toward someone with intelligence making it as opposed to just random chance. Um There's an example that I like that I'm not gonna go into a ton of detail on, but essentially humanity is what's called finite. So everybody in this room has limits, right? And God is infinite. He has no limits. And so it's hard for us to understand him. There's no way we can understand him fully. Um, The way that I like to think about it is if you think about like a 2D realm, so like a piece of paper with a bunch of dots written on it, you know, you can see like, you can see everything But if you were to put your finger on it, the people on the page would only see a very slim part of you. They wouldn't understand you fully, right? So you can interact with the paper, but it can't really understand you fully. So that's a good way I like to think of it. But essentially, we just can see complexities and beauty in nature, and we can try to understand God through that okay so the next thing we're going to talk about a little bit is how did God create humanity and why why is a really hard question to answer yeah why Stella you're going to answer that did you know that yeah you're the next speaker dude um anyway back to it Genesis tells us that God created humanity in his likeness to be in relationship with him and with each other so we're going to read Genesis 1 through 28 so go ahead Stella I'm just kidding. Does anyone want to read? You're him now. You, you can't vote him. That means you got to go. Okay, kyle got it. Thank you. Guys, I'm going to be honest. When I first read this passage, I got really hung up on how much God wants us to rule over fish. Um, so I think it's just really important that we focus on that in our lives. <laughs> uh, anyway, but seriously, though, this verse tells us God created us in his image, and he created us with a purpose. Right? We're supposed to be in relation with each other. We're supposed to have a relationship with God. We're supposed to be caretakers of his creation. Um, a lot of times people refer to this as like the capital C church, like us as a whole, right? Anyway, so the Bible tells us the story of how God created humanity and why he created humanity. God the Father, we talked about this last time, created the world, and he wanted us to be with him in paradise. But when we chose sin... Jesus came to save us and to redeem creation. And then after that, we have the Holy Spirit, which empowers us to act out God's plan for us here on earth. So the next verse we're going to go a little bit more into is Mark 10, 42 through 45. Anybody want to read this one? Nice. Yeah, so this talks a little bit more about what our purpose is on earth and how that reflects God, specifically Jesus, right? We're called to be servants to each other into the world. Um, so that leads us into our second point, which is special revelation. Um, so I mentioned before, general revelation is us looking at creation and understanding God through it. Special revelation is us hearing specifically about God. This is through prayer, through the Bible, um, things like that. So essentially, the message of the Bible Goes like what I said before, where it's creation, redemption, and then our purpose. Right? Jesus is the message of the Bible. The entirety of Scripture is a story about how God created the world and then saved it for a reason. So we're gonna go into um, our second to last verse, John 1, 1 through 5, and I'll just read this one really quick. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Which is a very wordy but very important verse, guys. This is actually talking about Jesus, how he was there in creation, and he was there to redeem creation. He is the light of the world, which refers to our salvation. It's um, kind of a weird concept to think that God created us with the choice to choose evil, essentially. But that's how free free will has to work because if you think about it, if we were just created without that choice, it wouldn't really be a relationship. It wouldn't really be love, right? And so when we chose evil, Jesus came to save us, which just further shows God's love for us. So with that in mind, Um, Kind of a takeaway from this is that the Bible and our relationship with God is another way for us to understand him and to grow in that relationship. So I would just encourage you guys, if you're not already doing it, or even if you are already doing it, just continue to read and pray because that's another way that you're going to grow in your understanding of God and your relationship with him. So last verse, Isaiah 43, 7. Anybody want to read it? You already read one. Alright, go ahead. Isaiah forty-three, 7, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I in me. Yeah. Essentially that is the purpose that I was talking about before. Right? Why did God create humanity? Well, he created it, created humanity to be in a relationship with us, but for his glory. That's our purpose here on earth. So that's the quick version of creation for you guys. God made everything. He cares very much about it, and he made it perfect. So when we fell and when sin entered creation, he sent Jesus to redeem it and then gave us a purpose moving forward with the, empower, uh, with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Um, so with that in mind, the takeaway is just kind of for you guys to meditate on that, to try and grow in your understanding of creation and of God and uh, to understand your purpose in that. That's the only way you're going to know him personally. It's the only way you're going to be able to understand your own life. So, Anyway, uh, any questions before we end? No? All right, well, remember, if you have any questions, you can always ask one of the leaders later. Uh, you can always read your Bible. It's a very good source um, of knowledge. And you can always talk to each other because this is our small community here at church. So I would encourage you guys to do all of those things. But with, you know, with that, thank you for your time, guys thanks again for tuning in to today's episode to get more information about central youth head over to centralsj.org forward slash youth